0: Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Superhero Finder podcast. Now I, as always, am Matt Wilson and I'm scouring the cosmos from country to country, world to world, looking for the real life superheroes that we have around us today and looking to talk about some fascinating stories, get insights from those really cool brains and ideas and stories and experiences have been lived in the idea that you will take something away today, either for yourself or maybe to superpower somebody else's day. Now, today, we have got past some technological issues because there's obviously some good stuff to be talked about, and it's just sending those energy waves through the internet. I've got Mr. James Kawai Nui. How are you doing, James?
1: I'm doing well. Thanks, Matt.
0: No, you're welcome. Now, thank you for, uh, for joining me. Can you just tell everyone where you are currently? Where do you live?
1: I, I live about 20 minutes outside of Sedona in Northern Arizona. That's
0: incredible. I just love, we were just talking before, weren't we, about technology and the fact that we could connect so far away. Now, anyone that doesn't know, I'm in the UK, I'm in Leeds, um, and, you know, to think the time distance and everything and we can just connect and talk like we're next to each other, it's fantastic, isn't it?
1: That's right. It's afternoon a, a, afternoon in your place and the morning in mine, so. <laughs> crazy,
0: crazy. But it is, you know, it's a world where technological advances have kind of meant that. Um. Now, and I'm sure we're going to get onto that as well, because I think that's quite important to both of us. But would you like, by just um, telling everybody a little bit about yourself, what it is you do, what's important to you, and kind of a little bit about your journey?
1: Yeah. um, Aloha, everyone. My name is James Nui. I'm a native Hawaiian healer. I come from a lineage of people that have done this healing work for over 20 generations. Um, I'm the oldest of eight children, I left Hawaii at a very young age, although um, my connection back there is still deep. Um, The way that I work is through what the Hawaiians call your kupuna, which is your ancestors. So I guess you could look at me in lots of different ways. Um, The easiest explanation for most people is that I'm the, the, the medicine man or the shaman of my culture. So that's the energy of my ancestors. And that's the the work that my ancestors did for many generations. Um, My journey. Oh, my gosh. I don't know if we have time for my journey, (laughs) but I'll give you a synopsis as quickly as I can. Um, 22 years ago, I was living a pretty mundane life. And I would say what it would be, I consider now to be an unconscious life. I was... uh, corporate executive in a multi-million dollar a year company. I did all the things that that the logical mind would do. I was in charge of process and document control and and I had an awakening. And one evening after a really long, really excuse my language, really long, really shitty week, um I came home and had an experience. And I literally had someone walk up behind me and go like this and tap me in the back of the head and a voice that said, it's time to go home. And I wasn't living in Hawaii then, I was living um, in middle America, about as middle of the country as you can, about as far away from the ocean that I'd ever been in my life. (laughs) And in that moment, everything shifted because I looked at my, who is my ex-wife now, and I said, what the fuck are we doing here? And she said, I don't know. And I went into my boss's office the very next day and I quit my job. Wow. It was the most money I'd ever made in my life. It was a, you know, for me it was a prestigious job. It's a job that I thought that I wanted, and it was ma- material success, in in seeing you know, a degree of financial success. And and I walked away from all of that. And that was twenty two years ago. And so the last twenty years has been this journey of understanding my connection to my ancestors, but how I bring that and share that with the world. So that's that. That's probably the most concise I've ever done that, Matt. I
0: was going to say, I'm impressed at that. That was (laughs) like a microcosm. It was fantastic. And it's, I think that's so powerful because you've gone from that, and and I can relate to this in some ways, and I'm sure a lot of people can. You're going from that job that is good, fine, perfect, perfect for some, not right for others, but it's something that you thought you wanted, and, and, and that's great, and then to suddenly the next day up and leave because of this, you know, because of the experience, you know, how did that feel? Was, you know, how did it feel making that change so quickly? Was it just something that you knew had to happen or? It
1: was something that knew that I knew had to happen, but it scared the shit out of me because I didn't know what what was coming afterwards. Yes. You know, I did. I had no idea what was coming afterwards. I just knew that I couldn't keep doing what I was doing. And and so now when I talk to people and when I work with people, you know, there's lots of different ways that I work with people nowadays. But I tell people you don't have to do what I did because what actually ended up happening because of that is after I quit my job, I moved back to Hawaii, and I lived literally lived on a shack in a shack on the beach for four and a half years with no electricity and no running water. So I went from this amazing. Mm. comfortable life to to living the life pretty much of a hermit and and in the process of that giving away or losing everything in my life in other words my life completely fell apart and 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 so i tell people now there's a way of making that transition Mm. and 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 the the understanding of how to follow your purpose without, without having to, without the complete breakdown that I went through. And and the reason that I did that was because I had no tools and I had no, I had no knowledge and I had no teachers at the time when I first started. And so I was doing it the best way I could. And the best way I could was just say, fuck it all. And I'm walking away. <laughs> so you say,
0: I, I still, I still love that, but you say that everything fell apart and there's that idea of great loss and, and you you've gone to a place it's a very very i can only imagine a very simple but difficult transition to make a very simple existence in that way mm-hmm. but what did you gain from that because you always gain whenever you lose don't you it,
1: it was you know when i when i talk about this now and i didn't realize it at the time but it was my first experience of true surrender Ooh and we talk about surrender all the time but you know mm. to really surrender to the energy that's in front of you really surrender to the messages or that or the, the 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 focus that you're being given you know it it, it, it you can look at it a different way is is it was a crash course in in following my intuition mm you know and there's a lot of talk right now nowadays about you know your intuition and your knowingness and following it and 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 i'm going to be really uh, judgmental in this moment and say it's just a lot of talk because people really don't understand i don't think yet what it means to follow your calling and what it means to follow your intuition what it means to listen to the gu- your inner guidance mm. because that inner guidance that we have is, I don't say what makes or breaks, but it will help us move through our lives as we learn to trust it and as we learn how to listen to it.
0: Yes. Now, I, I think I'm on the same lines and please correct me if, if we do differ and we can talk about that. But I, I often have thought and i often talk about following your gut so that idea of your intuition or however you want to to package that and i think that idea of surrender and that idea of truly knowing i think if you can i've always found fulfillment and happiness as happy as i have been when i've followed my gut and and i know i'm doing that because sometimes it goes against logic sometimes it goes against what you've known as being sensible or these expectations. So sometimes you make a change, which means that you can't pay the bills for a little bit or it may, you know, you have to move away from people, but as long as it feels right, it's almost like you float through that existence without resistance. Yeah. You know, it, it just, well, we talk about flow, don't we? It just feels yeah. right. And it feels natural, even though there's all this chaos around you, which is built from there, not the gut, go- you know, not the, the natural intuition. I think it's incredible, but it is a scary thing to do, isn't it? It's a scary thing to even think about.
1: It, it's because your mind is telling you that everything that you do is against the logic that you've been taught. And, and yet there's this place where your heart is guiding you. And when you let that heart guide you is when all that magic happens. Mm. And, and there's always that, Push and pull that tug of war between the two. Because, because we're going to look at, you're right, you know, the not sacrifices, but choices, right? But it, you know, and I know that we're jumping a little bit, and we can come back to whatever you have that you're saying, but I'm just gonna say our lives change when we start taking responsibility for the choices that we're making too.
0: And I think in addition to that, I would like to add when we make and realize that we can make and do make conscious
1: choices. That's the other part of it too, right? Because we realize, oh, wow, I have more control in what's happening around me than I thought. Yeah. That's powerful experience when that happens. Because then I have this place of going, holy smokes, here it is. Mm. What do I do now? Do
0: you know, it's <laughs> so, it's so true because you know the amount of times I've spoken to people and the amount of times I've felt this myself as well, and you know I'm sure you have that. Okay, so we make up this, we we tell ourselves this story of this is the way something has to be, and then as soon as we say has to, that rings bells, and and there's other stuff from that as well, but. When you say why, if you question why does that have to be, if the initial answer, and it commonly is, because somebody else will feel or react or something, you know, that's giving control away based on something. It's almost putting the ball in somebody else's court. It takes away that, that thought that you've got control. Whereas when is the answer, because I feel like, because I don't feel this is right or because, you know, and, and actually empowering yourself. And it's very easy to to make those decisions based on what
1: some or what might happen, the possibility of something happening. I love what you said about giving your energy away because that's what happens. You literally are giving your energy away. You take, you're giving, you're taking, and I'm gonna say it this way, and I don't often say it this way. You're giving, you're taking the power that you have as a manifester in this in this dimensional reality let's just Mm. put it that way and you're handing it to somebody else and saying tell me what to do you must know better than me and oh for whatever reason you're older you're wiser you have more money you're smarter than i am whatever it is you're my parents you're somebody i respect right and and so you go tell me what to do with my life or sh- or show me what my life is supposed to look like hmm. and and we allow people and situations to dictate that sometimes and every time you're doing that you're giving your energy you're giving your power away
0: and i think you know quite a lot of that i often talk about as well and it, it's it, it's such an important thing to realize that your thoughts and expectations are often built by, you know, how your family brings you up, their opinions, their ideas, how they've been brought up, school, education, religion are normally the big, you know, the big ones that kind of give you this rule set onto what's good, what's bad, what's right, what's wrong. But the one thing, the biggest and truest thing for me is that the reason sometimes we consider other people or give that energy and give that control away is actually because we feel that getting somebody else's thoughts on this or, you know, following someone else's way means that I'm listening and means that I'm taking advice from somebody else. Whereas actually you're, like we said, surrendering, you know, surrendering that energy. Or if we're asking somebody else what they want, it means we're being kind and considerate. And I think it's, it's, misread a little bit i think it's mistranslated a little bit you know because that you know considering other people and being kind is seen as being a good person in a lot of ways um and actually you can be a good person and just make all your own decisions you can be an amazing person and do that
1: ultimate is ultimately is always going to end up being your choice Mm -hmm. always right and and we can talk about what you just said too. We could we could do episodes of this stuff, which is <laughs> we, and, and I'm talking about patterns, habits, and behaviors, and 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 uh, and the ideas and habits and patterns that we are we inherit mm-hmm. through 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 our DNA and And we inherit through the i'm going to say the training and the brainwashing we get as we're growing up by the people around us. and uh, I've never said and and I've never said brainwashing, but really what is what it is and 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 it makes sense because as children as as infants as as very young at a very young age. Hmm we have not created the set of experiences that help us to understand enough of the world around us. And so we, like all animals and and all sentient things, I think, on this planet, we learn through the habits and the behaviors of the people and the things that are around us. Plants do the same thing. Animals do the same thing. That instinctive behavior that a tiger understands that it has to hunt for food, right? The instinctive behavior that a plant realizes that it has to reach for sunlight, right? We we all have that insight. And so there is that instinct. And yet there is the point where the bear cub follows its mother to the stream that has the salmon over and over and over again so that as it grows it learns oh this is the stream that has a salmon right so we learn that too you live in a society where this is the way that you interact with human beings let me show you how that is even if it's even if even if what they're showing us is defective or it is not or is not optimum for our well-being and our safety and whatever you want to call it um, we follow it anyway. Mm. And, and this is the best analogy that I have for what happens. We come in and our hard drive has a predetermined set of operate the operating system is' kind of already in place. An operating system basically is the genetics that we that are in, that are embedded inside mm-hmm. of us, right? But But for the most part, our hard drive is blank. And so we learn through experience. And so we're learning continuously through experience. And then we learn, especially through repetitive experience. And so if we hear the same thing from our parents or the same thing from the people that are around us or the same thing from our teachers in school, right? Eventually, it becomes our truth. Yes. We don't don't question what happened anymore. It is part of who we are the 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 literally, the programming's been implanted and it's in place, and it's running now. and And so we run on all these automated programs that with automated responses until we get to the place where there is some some event mm-hmm. or some awareness that happens inside of us, where we go, wait a minute. And at that point, everything stops, because now we just went I'm questioning what's happening. Yes. Most of, most of us don't get there. Most of us question what's happening, but then we start blaming other people for what's going yes. on, or we start blaming the world for the places and the and the things that we are. Yes. And let's I mean we could go forever inside mm. of that, and so I'm going to kind of just stop right now.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah I think that the only you know the one thing that was that was bringing up there is the one thing that I wish I'd have done sooner but I'm proud that I have been able to and and' will, and'll will continue telling people this is the brainwashing or the idea of social domestication the way that you are raised is telling you what how when where you can do things not how you should do things mm-hmm. and it's just one way isn't it and when you and when you start, it's it's to it's moment, yeah, it's feeling okay about doing it a different way.
1: It's interesting because it becomes one person's opinion, mm-hmm. right? And the opinion that we that we rely heavily on is the opinion of our parents, the opinion of the of the people in our lives that are the most present. Yes, you know if you're growing up and and just i'm going to talk about disadvantaged kids okay so if you're growing up and you're growing up in a in a, in a poor neighborhood a disadvantaged neighborhood and you watching and you're watching the gangsters who who are the and who, i'm i'm using worst case scenario so you're watching the gangsters who are the drug dealers who have all the money who look like they have the life then you're going to follow that because what they're saying is this is the life, this is how to get this right. Or you could be, or you could have an inspirational teacher that, that pulls you aside and says, Hey, let's look at this. Mm. And it comes at a moment where it gives you an insight into another way of looking at the world or, or a parent that says, you don't have to do what you see going on around you. Look for what you want to do. Or or the or the parent that says, I grew up working in a factory, you're gonna work in the factory because that's all there is.
0: Mm.
1: Right? You're gonna work in a factory, you're gonna to go to the pub with your mates on Friday, you know, you're gonna go watch the footy with everybody, and, and that's gonna be your life. And and that's not true.
0: No. So I think some some people make it the life and are no. happy with that life.
1: I, and I, and I, and I'm not and I'm not saying anything bad yeah, yeah, because yeah. for some people that's what is it, it works for them. Yes. And 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 I'm not going to put them down that that works for them. I'd say more power to you because you, ha- because then you can understand and there's this place inside that goes, I'm good with the choice that I made. Yes. Yeah. But, and as but long I, as you and as long as you're good with the choice that you made.
0: Yeah.
1: And. You know, they, like they say in, in, in New Zealand, they say sweet ass, then go for it, man. Yeah. You're in control. You're yeah.
0: accepting, you're present.
1: That's yes,
0: <laughs> I always I always love these conversations because, you know, you commented earlier that we we're kind of going off track, but I don't know if there is a track. You know, it's just nice to see thought processes kind of blooming and blossoming. Um, and I can't even remember where we were going to go. If I'm honest, it's completely <laughs> left. The train has left the station.
1: It, it it's okay. I what I think I I you know from what I've seen for, for for where you are and what you're doing, it's it's empowering people to give them the understanding that they have the opportunity to change wherever they are if they don't feel like they're comfortable or know you know what's what's going on. Bingo. And to and to realize that we have more more power. I want to say power. Or more of an ability
0: mm-hmm.
1: to change our lives than we give ourselves permission to. Yeah. And yes, and yes, it may go against everything that you that you understand and everything that would have been considered logical for you. And yet, at the same time, what we started out talking about is listening to that inner knowing. Yes. Right. And the inner knowing, and we can say this, the inner knowing is different than what your mind is telling you. Before we came on, before we, came, we, yes. hit, before we hit record, <laughs> we were talking about that, be, be the place between where your mind is doing what it's doing and your knowing is, is not in alignment with that. Right. Yes. And, and realizing that your mind is not who you are. Your yes. mind is not not necessarily who you are, and yeah, well, and for a lot of people, cool. it, for a lot of people, that's kind of everybody kind of goes, eh? what? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs>
0: you know? so you know, if you've if you've ever you know got yourself into a position, so if you're listening to this and thinking, you know, my mind's always so busy. My mind's this, my mind that, but that's important distinction to make that that mind is not you. Mm-hmm. That mind, you know, as I mentioned before, we came on we we're talking about Eckhart Tolle and the power of now, which is a fantastic book, quite difficult to read if you're not in the right mindset because it gets quite deep and quite technical. But it talks about that idea of mindlessness. So we talk about mindfulness, but the idea of mindlessness for him was being able to use your mind as a tool to be able to remove yourself from your thoughts and from your situations and to be able to be, you know, I suppose quite, well, I suppose, a bit. Being able to see it from outside and to see it for what it is, and still be able to create yourself some space.
1: And for think- me, was it wasn't the was it the power? Now it was actually okay. The earth. And if you look, you can see all the little markers that I have inside of my book. <laughs> and this, I mean, this thing is like tattered almost because there's so much information in here, and I just kept putting it in there, and I got these, and I got these little tabs, and they got these little notes in there, Love and it. and and this book rocked my world it fucked me up for about six months but it changed my life because i started looking at that and i go, oh my god here i am i've been letting this habituated mind control me right and i was realizing wait a minute that's just the story that i've been telling myself right and that there was another part of me that wasn't that yeah this put me on a really good track somebody i was living in new zealand and a friend of mine who was from hawaii um, sent me an email and she said you need to read this book and i was like okay I, and it was very innocent and <laughs> i went and did that and i got it and i started reading it and, it and it and it my world completely fell apart but in, in a good way yes because because it gave me the understanding it's not just him because you know there's a lot of stuff that other people that i looked at you know um, Jill Dispenza was another way of looking at that because he said wait a minute you know pay attention to where the energy is going yes because because if you understand how energy flows and really that's the whole thing about all of this is if you as you learn the flow of energy and you learn the subtlety around it you can start to move in different ways through your life and and that's and that's part of it knowing that my mind is a part of me but it's not all of me yeah
0: yeah (laughs) i think i i always i always growing up i always had a resistance to any talk about energy or any talk of any kind of spirituality at all because i think again from my domestication or from from my learning there was that whole term of it's a bit woo woo it's a bit out there, it's a bit hippie, or it's a bit whatever the, whatever the word was. And I I always told myself that I had a very logical, scientific brain. Show me, and I will believe. And I think, and, sorry, go on.
1: No, no, no. And I was going to say, and that's really what happened. Because, mm-hmm. because, again, talking about the mind, the mind works on logic. hmm and energy and the idea of energy and the idea of being able to talk to dead people and the idea of being able to to see into the future, whatever you want to say, you know, being clairaudient where you hear voices or or clairsentient where you see or, or clairvoyant. However, whatever, all of those things, even even the idea of Reiki yes. to the logical mind doesn't make sense. Yes, because because it's using energy for healing. Right and and so then the logical mind says i don't understand it because there's nothing that i can see that's in black and white or or that shows me um, without a doubt in other words there, it's it's this absolute yes. right without the absolute then then i'm going to look at that and go can't be real this this is this is right you're right this is woo woo bullshit stuff you know <laughs> I think what changed what changed
0: something I learned changed the game for me and that was when I actually realized and I can't remember who said it and I wish I wish I could I'm, I'm going to try and find it but if we think about us as human beings we are made of cells and atoms and we are actually we actually consist of space we are not solid so therefore we are energy and we are affected by the things around us just as if you put a fan on you feel the the blowing air and you do, you know, and you move. And and that's the way sound works. It's the way that we see things. It's all energy. And once I realised that, I was like, hang on a second. So because you can't prove it in a lab, because you can't put it down on paper and say, well, we've done a study and this is what happens, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's not true because actually there is no... I think the the notion of true itself is quite an interesting one. And we could go for hours on this, I'm sure, but...
1: (laughs) Well, they, they, there is proof now because science is catching up to this. Physics is catching up to this. You know, they ph- ph- physicists realize that the, that the observer of the experiment was uh, was affecting the outcome of the experiment through just through its their observation. Mm, okay. They've also, um, through science, has has literally proven that meditation. And being able to to stabilize your mind shifts the energy inside of your body in a way that it's actually noticeable when they read the brain and and the energy and it all they also read with the way that the energy is moving through your body so so there the the science is catching up to the part of us thousands of years okay We've understood this for thousands of years. Yes. And then we went away from it during the, or I guess you could say coming out of the, the dark ages into the Renaissance when we went and we said, okay, oh, we're only going to believe in science. Yes, and so And so we're breaking off from that again and we're going back into this place. So are we shaman or are we... I'm gonna say it this way, not to not to minimize it. Just understanding energy in a different way than other people. Yes.
0: We are open to more explanations than the ones that we are, the ones that have been formed already. Exactly. Love that. And it's it's always it always feels like a nice way for for things to go because actually all that we really want is to find happiness or to find a way of healing or to find you know just a way of a way of feeling better and a lot of these things are in towards that a lot of these things are you know we've done space exploration we've done all this but looking at actually energy and how we can
1: work ourselves is beautiful we keep looking out here for the answer but the answers in here Uh, and so it's that peace that peace that calmness that place where i feel safe that place where I feel not in charge, but realizing that I have a hand in what's going on. Yes. Right.
0: I have a hand on what's going on. I love that. Yeah. That's a really nice way to put it. Um, I've got a question for you. Sure. Okay. Now I'm a massive superhero fan, massive comic book fan, which is why this is a superhero finder, obviously. Um, if you were to have any superpower and you can choose a superpower, you can make one up, or you can choose any of the ones from the comic books, whatever. Um, what would it be and what would you use it for?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what my superpower would be? Is it is the ability to teach everybody about compassion? Oh, yes. Thank you. I love that. because I think if we understood the people around us better, we would be less inclined to make them separate from who we are. Mm. Which means that we would get to we would we would understand each other better and we could come back into being in relationship again. And I think the biggest thing that I've learned in my life is when I learned compassion. And I learned compassion from some some of the things that happened to me as I was growing up because I didn't have a good childhood. But it taught me this way of looking at people and going, can I see past wherever somebody is and realize that behind that, there's a human being that wants the same things that I do. I want to be safe. I want to be comfortable. I want to be able to take care of the people that are around me and i want to have maybe not happiness because that's such a um, yeah it, it's it it's it's more i don't know gray vague but but the place of of being okay with who i am and 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 in and in alignment with the with the things that are around me so, so my so my superpower would be like being able to go like this and and go and and beam compassion, which is which is kind of what I do in the work that I do. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> I'm just
0: I'm picturing now compassion man. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite sure. You know, what, what color would your costume be? Is there any color that kind of brings importance to you?
1: You know, there's there's a color of blue that that the sky and the ocean is in Hawaii that that and 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 there's this color in when the sun goes down where it goes from this orange to this pinkish and yes. and i have lots of pictures of that because it there's this orange pink and then the sky turns this the certain color of blue behind it yes. and and those are colors that like i really gravitate to it's wonderful <laughs> wonderful
0: what I'm such a visual person, and I, and I completely get what you mean. Um, it's almost the same as when you when you put a yellow highlighter pen and a pink highlighter pen over each other, you get that wonderful orange.
1: And you get that wonderful orange, It's that soft orange, you know. Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I love that. Well, thank you very much for your time today, James. It's been amazing to catch up again.
1: If any- hey, wait hey, we actually got through the whole thing this time. <laughs>
0: We did. We did. We, fi- we finally made it. We persevered. <laughs> resilient. If anyone wants to find out a little bit more about what you do um, or about you, where can they find out?
1: Um, it's easy. It's, it's you know, if you go to www.jamescoinui.com you, you'll, you'll find my website and it'll give you everything that you need on there. Um, I offer um, free 30-minute, um, um, I call them, um, get back on track. Um, sessions where we just talk for 30 minutes and we look at one thing that's going on in your life and I give you something. My whole th- my whole deal is is the more we give people tools to be able to manage their life, the better they'll be at doing what they need to do or want to do.
0: I love that. And I'll put, I'll put your website address in the description for the podcast as well. And then awesome. anyone wants to find out anything about more what I do and the stuff that I've got going on, it's www.imdoingitfor.me So from myself and from James, everybody listening, thank you and stay super.